0: Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 24 of Revitalizing Declining Church. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about rebuilding from the rubble of the past. You see, my friends, the pandemic has left a lot of churches a shell of who they once were. And so today I want to dive into that topic, rebuilding from the rubble of the past. Before we get into today's episode, I want to thank our sponsor, the Eastern Kentucky district comprised of 57 churches led by district superintendent, Doug Wyatt. The district has discovered that even in a mountainous green paradise covered with forests and dissected by streams that people still need Jesus. The Eastern Kentucky District's influence stretches from all areas east of the dividing line of Interstate 75 in the Commonwealth of Kentucky to her southern border in the beautiful Cumberlands along the Ohio River to the north and to the west side of the district where she joins the Appalachian Mountains. The Eastern Kentucky District of Churches is responding to the call to be kingdom people. I want to encourage you to come and be a part of this excellent district today. Well, on today's episode, I want to talk to you about rebuilding from the rubble of the past. You see, my friends, the average church in North America is running less than 100 people, and on a good Sunday, most run half of that. Each Sunday, pastors stand in the pulpit and look over at their half-empty sanctuaries and ponder the local church's fate. If one were to wander around the church facilities for long, they would find outdated classrooms with toys that looked like they belonged in a yard sale, not in a classroom along with old Sunday school literature from years past. All around the church, you will find nameplates with names that many don't remember, and there's a sense that change has not entered the church doors for several decades. While the rubble of the past rises while the church's hopes and dreams to survive are slowly dying, I'm reminded, my friends, of the book of Nehemiah, where he is called to the task of rebuilding the wall. There were times of disappointment and challenge, yet he never let up on the call that was on his life. There were times where the facility and the grounds, maybe even where you're at today, look like it's from a past era of Christianity. Yet, I still believe the church is very much alive. Every day, pastors, much like you and lay leaders, strive to do their best to rebuild the church using pieces of the past while holding to God's promises in their hearts for the people and community around them. And so let's break this down there are three key components that i believe nehemiah teaches us amid the rubble that is precisely what pastors need to remember when they find themselves amid the ruins now three things that i want to break down today and rebuilding from the rubble of the past is this vision connection and perseverance so let's dive into the first point you got to share and celebrate the vision a significant component in a turnaround is all the negative voices that push against push back against all the change. For far too long, members have gotten used to the church's smell, its look, and feel, and they really have forgotten to view the church through guest eyes. In rebuilding from the rubble, the pastor needs to share God's vision for the church, including preparing for the future growth. This part can be painful, my friends, as people begin to doubt the turnaround, challenge the changes, and try to return to comfortable. Nehemiah kept sharing each day through conversations with small and large groups the positives of what was taking place while guarding the people against the attacks coming from below. The church revitalizer, too, must protect the people from the pain of others by spreading positive news and stopping the opposing talk from carrying much weight, all while keeping the church focused on moving forward by celebrating victories small and large that are taking place. This is a difficult balancing act, but it's something that needs to be done if the vision is going to be carried forward. The second thing that Nehemiah teaches us is that we have to be connecting with people in programs. When Nehemiah arrived to rebuild the wall, he was shocked at the destruction. The once fortified city had seen her walls breached and scarred with black soot for the fire that burned. After assessing the situation, Nehemiah began developing teams of families to step into the breach and to start the early task of using current resources to rebuild and obtain new supplies of people and material to reconstruct the breach. Like Nehemiah, before the pastor has to assess the current state of the church and help the people understand the desperate need that they find themselves in. How do you do that? Well, you got to develop a list of usable resources within the church to recreate a fresh perspective. Now, when I talk about reusable resources, there are things still in the church that can be used to the glory of God. But there's probably a lot of stuff that can't be used. And so what do you got to do? you got to remove unwanted clutter to intentionally redesign classroom space for future outside use. So I want you to evaluate the space from a guest perspective. You know, if you're wanting children in your church and yet your children's room looks more like a closet than a classroom, that's going to be a problem. And so I want to encourage you to develop a list of usable resources. Maybe even take one of your empty rooms and that becomes the the, the true storage hub where you're going to be collecting things and then redistributing those things throughout the facility. And then the unwanted things, you got to release them, give them to your members or give them away in a yard sale or just get rid of them altogether. The next thing you got to do is you got to expand community connections with other nonprofits uh, by developing a, a community hub inside the church. And what I mean by this is that there are partnerships that are waiting to be birthed, that are waiting to be formed out in your community. And so I want to encourage you. After you've set up a nice space, after you've collected the things that you could utilize for, for future church uh, development, and you've gotten rid of the things that were of the past, meaning things that were just cluttering up, that maybe was a broken chair with a broken leg, and you finally threw that away. Now you're ready to partner. This is a way that you can work with a small group inside of your church that goes volunteers with another agency, or you invite that agency in. In one of my particular churches, the Salvation Army um, had their home in another county, yet they would come to our particular county and our community of 9,000 people, and they needed a central location. So we had a lot of extra space in our church, so we set up the Salvation Army in office, and so when they gave out food baskets, when they gave out Christmas gifts, when they gave out anything, or, or people were coming for electric or water bills to be paid, they would come to our building. And our building became a place of possibilities. And I want to encourage you. It may not be a program that you can start, but can you partner with a program and invite them into your space to create possibilities more than a program that you could do? The third thing I want to talk to you today about is you got to persevere to attain the promise. Nehemiah faced major opposition from people. And I can imagine it was painful to hear and see because it's painful for us when it happens to us as local pastors or church leaders. But think about it this way. What should have taken years to rebuild, the wall got rebuilt in 52 days. It's a reminder to you and me that when people are working together for a common purpose, God can use the faithfulness of his people to do extraordinary things. When a church begins to rebuild from the past people will try to slow down or stop altogether the good works that the lord has called the church to achieve this is when you as the leader you as the pastor have to preserve persevere excuse me to attain god's promise for the local church think about it this way in the infancy of a turnaround the devil fights the hardest as it becomes an easy time to discourage to dissuade or even dismiss a turnaround. The leadership to be successful must maintain a prayerful and positive posture that encourages the people to keep pressing forward even when things look bleak. Nehemiah had each worker carry their sword at the ready as they worked. So what do we got to do? It's a reminder that the church is needing revitalization, that a praying people can defeat back forces of evil for good if, if they're seeking God in prayer. My friends, it's easy to become discouraged when a leader looks from a pulpit and sees fewer and fewer people weekly. However, Nehemiah shows that God is still at work even in the darkest hour of ministry if the local church leadership will look for God. I don't know about you, friends, but I just believe 2022 can be a great year. I just believe when you look around your church, God is already there, that God sees the potential. But do you? When you look at your people, the remnant of believers that are still in your pews or chairs, do you see God? I do. I see God amongst you. I see him in that faithful prayer warrior. I see him in that couple that are there every single time the doors are open. And I even see him in the empty seats. Why? Because God is calling, God is longing for a deeper walk with you, a deeper walk with your church to connect to the unknown that you haven't reached. You know, there's a saying that I keep in my house until God opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. My friends, I want to encourage you to begin to praise God for what he has already done, what he is doing, and what he will do and rebuilding from the rubble of the past. God is still at work. God still has more for your church to do. Don't give up hope. Stop complaining. Start contemplating what God wants you to do. Begin to pray. Begin to fast. Begin to seek him. And begin to share and celebrate the vision. Connect with people and programs and then persevere to attain the promise that God has for you for your local church. thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out? From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.